welcome to Tales She Told Me, a podcast featuring honest conversations about what it means to be a woman, a mother, and in business. I'm your host, Farah Haydar. This episode is not going to follow my usual format. You see, it's the end of a season. Yep, season one of Tales She Told Me came to a close last week. 38 episodes with fabulous women educating us on topics they know based on experiences they had. Which, of course, begs the question, what happens next? Well, season two, of course. (laughs) But it's going to be a little different. Doing 38 episodes has taught me so much about creativity and building something from scratch. I'm going to share more on that later, but first I'm going to tell you how Tales She Told Me is going to be different next season. You see, when I started this podcast, I really wanted to hear the stories of women from all different walks of life what they did, how they survived. I used topics to highlight their expertise and bring out their story. But as I did each episode, I realized that topics were not where the gold was. You see, the gold was their story. I can tell you the exact moment it hit me. I was talking to Sadie Smiley, an expert on earning a side income. And I asked her, well, How'd you get into this? And her reply was, Well, I was in a domestic violence shelter with two small kids, and I vowed that my kid would never get on a school bus from a domestic violence shelter. And my jaw just dropped. Now, I don't know about you, but I wanted to hear that story. And I looked back at the woman I had interviewed. And all of them had some story, some tale, if you will, (laughs) that had led them to where they are. And the ways they had survived and elevated themselves were incredible. And I knew, I knew that was the heart of the podcast. That was what I have always really wanted to talk about, women's stories. So season two will be just that. I'm interviewing women who have experienced and survived really difficult things. How did they thrive? What have they learned? Don't worry, it's not all sadness. There's a lot of joy in it. And it will still be an intimate, raw, and real look at the state of being a woman today from women who have been there. It just won't be topic-focused anymore. It will be story-focused. I guess that brings me to the thought of the day. What I've learned from creating a podcast from scratch and discovering the heart of it around episode 29. Because that watershed moment brought up a lot for me. My first thought was, I should have thought this out more. (laughs) Maybe spent more time in planning. Uh, Wrong. Nope. I would have never gotten to that level of clarity without doing the work. Working out the kinks, building the confidence in the basics, Opening a podcast, closing a podcast, reaching out to guests, interviewing, asking them questions, reading comments, hearing what listeners said. All those little things later added up to clarity. You know, I think we don't talk enough about when you're creating anything, you're going to suck for a while before you get good. (laughs) We really don't talk about that enough or how okay it is to be at that stage. It also reminded me of the stages of creativity. An idea starts out so chaotic and new. You can take it anywhere. Then you start to make choices. 
and those choices tame the idea a little. Lock it down, bring it into focus, and allow you to share it concisely and succinctly with the world. Now, those choices are necessary, but they can also make you very comfortable. And I was comfortable with the format of season one. 15 episodes in, and I could do it with minimal prep. And then clarity hit me, and I had to get out of my comfort zone. Go back, change the process of creating the podcast, change all the lines I had said a hundred times. I had to get comfortable with a new way of doing things and being. And I gotta tell you, it's so easy to get comfortable. But being comfortable is really the enemy of creating anything spectacular. So if you want to continue pushing yourself and what you can deliver, you have to be willing to toss out work you've put heart and soul into. Learn something new, be vulnerable and open again. Accept that what was great yesterday may be stale today. In writing, we have this term. It's called um, killing your babies. Aggressive, I know, I know. But what it's really referring to is killing a sentence or a paragraph or a chapter that you love because it just doesn't work in the story. And I think that applies to a lot of creative work. Sometimes you have to retire work you really love to make room for something really great. Finally, (laughs) what struck me about this entire process is the tension between creativity and utility. You know, as we grow older, we really forget to play. Our time becomes so filled and so precious that we often measure activities by their utility. Will doing this move me forward towards my goals? Um, What will it get me? And for me, this podcast has really been a labor of love. I can't tell you how many times I've been asked, and if I'm brutally honest, asked myself, but why? Why am I doing this? Is it going to help my voiceover work? Will it help me create a personal brand? And my answer to all that has always been, maybe? (laughs) But that's not why I do this. I can't let the utility of it dictate how or why I create. The minute I do that, I think the work suffers. The work has to stand on its own, and whatever comes of it is enough. So that's what I got for you today. Now, before I leave, I did want to share with you one of my absolutely favorite quotes on creativity. It's by Ira Glass. I read this whenever. I start something new. And here it goes. Nobody tells this to people who are beginners. I wish someone had told me. All of us who do creative work, we get into it because we have good taste. But there's this gap. For the first couple of years, you make stuff. It's just not that good. It's trying to be good. It has potential. But it's not. But your taste, the thing that got you into the game, is still killer. And your taste is why your work disappoints you. A lot of people never get past this phase. They quit. Most people I know who do interesting creative work went through years of this. We know our work doesn't have this special thing that we want it to have. We all go through this. And if you're just starting out and you're still in this phase, you gotta know it's normal. And the most important thing you can do is a lot of work. 
Put yourself on a deadline so that every week you will finish one story. It's only by going through a volume of work that you will close that gap and your work will be as good as your ambitions. And I took longer to figure out how to do this than anyone I've ever met. It's going to take a while. It's normal to take a while. You've just got to fight your way through it. Thank you, Ira. So if you're out there doing creative work or just trying something new, I hope you'll fight your way through. Thank you guys for joining me today. I hope you got something out of that. Reach out on all social media platforms at Farah Haydar and tell me what you're working on or what creativity means to you. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you'll get notified when a next episode is available. Also, I'm giving away a PDF of some of the best quotes we've had on the show, beautifully designed to print and journal your thoughts. Email me at farah at farahadar.com and title it, quotes. Talk to you soon. Till then, chase your happy.